Welcome to the EADV podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. I'm Adriana and I'm your host. Every month, the JADV chooses and highlights four articles in a section called Editor's Picks. Today we explore the Editor's Picks for November 2023. A possible life-threatening stimulus of miliaria crystallina, the effectiveness of curatage in treating intraepidermal carcinoma, proactive treatment of unstable acryl vitiligo, and molecular mechanisms in vitiligo. But before we get into that, did you know that GADV clinical practice has an open call for papers on skin diversity? With a patient-focused approach, GADV's open access journal aims to address the underrepresentation of skin of color in dermatology practice and research. We welcome a wide range of submissions for this special issue, including original and review articles, case reports, and more. Submit your proposal to GAEACP at eadv.org. Final manuscript submissions are due by the 30th of November 2023. Don't miss this opportunity to contribute to the representation of all patient populations. Find out more on eadv.org. And now, the editor's picks. Article 1. A possible life-threatening stimulus of miliaria crystallina. Faria et al. described the case of a newborn with miliaria crystallina detected after a normal vaginal delivery at 38 weeks, but with notably meconium-stained amniotic fluid and worrisome APGAR scores. MC is characterised by rapidly developing non-inflammatory vesicles with clear perspiration, secondary to a temporary superficial occlusion of the eccrine sweat ducts. MSAF is known to be a potential sign of fetal distress and has been linked to increased prenatal mortality events. Fetal sweating can occur in the uterus in the presence of an appropriate stimulus such as hypoxia. The excess perspiration associated with a lack of maturation of the sweat ducts causes the development of congenital MC and thus, the authors presume that the occurrence of hypoxia may have triggered the development of MC. It would be important that the dermatological community will share this knowledge with colleagues from gynaecology and obstetrics and with paediatricians who may be the first to examine the neonate. Article 2. The effectiveness of curatage in treating intraepidermal carcinoma. A superior method for the treatment of intraepidermal carcinoma, otherwise known as Bowen disease or squamous cell carcinoma in situ, has not been elucidated. In a randomised, controlled, non-inferiority study among 147 generally older patients with IEC above the knee, overall clearance rates at one-year follow-up were compared between two different destructive treatment methods, cryotherapy and a less studied method, curatage. Both methods provided clearance rates comparable to those observed with other common treatment methods such as surgery, photodynamic therapy or 5% fluorouracil cream. They also showed high clearance rates with cryosurgery, 95%, outperforming curatage at 78%. Nevertheless, complete wound healing rates at 4-6 to six weeks were significantly higher in the curatage group, and self-reported wound healing times were shorter with curatage compared with cryosurgery. Given that the risk of IEC developing into invasive squamous cell carcinoma is low, the authors point out that while slightly less effective, Curatage may be preferable when a less aggressive treatment is desired. Article 3. Proactive treatment of unstable acryl vitiligo. 
In a single centre, randomised prospective study by Kumar and colleagues, the efficacy of topical tacrolimus 0.1% ointment in 60 subjects with unstable acral vitiligo, from the hands to wrist joints and feet to ankles, and symmetrical lesions, involving less than 10% of the body surface area, was evaluated. Subjects were randomly assigned to one of two treatment groups, prophylaxis group A and treatment group B. Their results suggest a protective role of the proactive application of topical tacrolimus 0.1% ointment when applied on the surrounding normal appearing skin in addition to lesional skin, as shown in figure 1. The beneficial effect was seen in terms of significantly greater absolute and percent reduction in the number of lesions as well as measured area of depigmentation. Therefore, Topical tacrolimus 0.1% ointment, when applied proactively, appeared to have a preventative effect on the progression of vitiligo and, according to the authors, can be tried before switching to systemic immunosuppression. The implications of this are important in terms of preventing the typically slow, relentless progression of acral vitiligo, which can be difficult to repigment along with holding a substantial impact on quality of life. Article 4. Molecular Mechanisms in Vitiligo in another article regarding vitiligo highlighted this month, Lynn and colleagues reviewed the WNT beta-catenin signalling pathway, which in vitiligo is downregulated and can be modulated by a wide range of factors. A description of these factors could aid in choosing the appropriate activator of this pathway in order to develop better treatments. Upregulation of the WNT beta-catenin signalling pathway may play a therapeutic role in vitiligo, by inhibiting autoimmune response and promoting melanocyte regeneration and pigmentation, and the authors claim that it can be regarded as a therapeutic strategy. The partial illustration in figure 2 gives a foretaste of the author's hypothetical view of the breakdown of molecular mechanisms in vitiligo, where a number of abnormalities in vitiligo are possible inhibitory factors of the WNT beta-catenin pathway. They contend that agents and compounds with the function of activating the WNT beta-catenin signaling pathway can be considered to be potential candidates for the development of new drugs in the treatment of vitiligo. Our first article was Congenital Milia Aria Crystallina Due to Meconium-Stained Amniotic Fluid by Faria and co-authors. Our second article was Cryosurgery versus Curatage for Intraepidermal Carcinoma a randomised controlled trial by Fugelberg and co-authors. Our third article was a randomised prospective study to assess the role of topical tacrolimus as preventive therapy in unstable acral vitiligo by Kumar and co-authors. Our fourth article was possible role of WNT beta-catenin signalling in vitiligo treatment by Lynn and co-authors. Naturally, all of the research presented today can be found in the Journal of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology, and although you can find free access and open access articles, EADV members benefit greatly by having access to all articles and content. We'd like to give a special thank you to all of our listeners, and if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or otherwise you can find us on any major podcast provider. It really does help us. We appreciate you joining us and look forward to presenting more interviews, research and other topics of merit. And until the next episode, take care of your skin.